Welcome to the AMX Superstores Australian Supercross preview show here on the Inside Dirt Network. We are super excited for Supercross to be rolling around and for AMX to be back on board with us yet again on the Inside Dirt Network. AMX Superstores are the nation's leading motorcycle retail specialist with over 20 locations nationwide. The latest store openings, they have two that have just opened up recently. We have Caram Downs in Victoria and also Narang on the Gold Coast, which are two of the most exciting stores to open with a massive range of off-road, motocross and road apparel, parts, consumables and an expert team of local motorcycle and moto enthusiasts to help you get exactly what you need. And if you cannot get in store, amxsuperstores.com.au will have you pretty much everything and anything you need to keep your bike and body on the track within a few days. So AMX Superstores, once again, our ongoing retail partner, and we give those guys a massive shout out for supporting our Supercross coverage. And uh, this is the AMX Superstores Australian preview show. We'll be hitting you guys with recap podcasts after each and every round of the championship. Thanks to AMX Superstores. And on another note, InsideDirt.com.au is back. We are pushing the website, the YouTube, and the publication in general. Um, we've got a lot of very unique content you're not going to see anywhere else. We've got a cool edit with Dylan Wills that we just filmed, uh, Reese Bard, Jace Cosford. We've had content creators all over the country shooting Supercross content. And uh, like I said, you're not going to see this stuff anywhere else. So we are really excited to be pushing Inside Dirt uh, in a new direction. We've got some great partners on board like AMX Superstores. So please check out the Instagram, check out the website, check out the YouTube, and thanks for checking out this podcast. Once again, this is the AMX Superstores Australian Supercross Preview Show. And now let's get to it with uh, Darnell, Jimmy, and Mr. Postmoto himself. Okay, kids, you're in for a real treat today. He's Jimmy's brother, the guy, the singer. Gator, never been about that. Never, never been about playing no shit. It'd be like looking over and seeing your, your ex-missus with someone else. Like, it's a... Uh... There's a few of them going around the pits, I'm sure. That's <laughs> Do you know what I've been smacking lately? Can we say it on the show? <laughs> Why weren't you more successful? Well, you know, because I sucked, so... <laughs> everyone as promised this is the amx superstores australian supercross preview episode the rest of this uh, series of shows will be the recap episodes we'll recap all the action from each round so uh once again special shout out to amx superstores and we are getting supercross we weren't going to do a preview show but then i hit the boys up today and i'm like it's supercross time of the year and I'm keen to talk some Supercross. We've been doing a lot of content with Inside Dirt. Uh, and with that note, um, make sure you guys, I probably already said this in the intro, but make sure you guys go check out the new website, the YouTube. Um, we'll talk about it during the show, but um, we're going hard with Inside Dirt moving forward. So it's exciting times. A lot of unique content you're not going to see anywhere else for uh, Oz Supercross. And um, make sure you guys check it out. So let's get into it. First up on the line, he is... Um, the biggest fanboy of MotoGP in the history of fanboys. He uh, may or may not have been in pit row all weekend at Phillip Island. Um, Mr. Darnell Official, what's happening, Darnell? I am. Let's, let's go with uh, recovering um, from what could possibly be the greatest weekend of the year. 
Um, unless, you know, you know, World Supercross may be um, really, really good. But, yes, like you said, I am the MotoGP fanboy. I love it. And I had the chance to go out onto the grid for the Moto3 race and hang out in uh, the Leopard Guard all, all race long. So that was probably the coolest experience of my life. All right, we've got yeah, a three-way tonight, like ladies and gentlemen. We I'm have, yeah, just going to leave it there. Um, we have a three-way tonight, everybody. I've got three lovely-looking men on my phone screen right now, and uh, the next one up is uh, the new editor of InsideDirt.com.au, Jimmy Allen. What's up, Jimmy? Not much, man. What's happening? Uh, well, we've been talking a lot today, getting things done on the website, but uh, Jimmy's down in Victoria right now. He will be at Marvel for round one of Supercross. Um, so, yeah, you're actually heading out there tomorrow, Jim. Yeah, heading out with the uh, the Williams crew. Um, can go out and help set up, get the pits ready for the boys, to, all the teams to, to pit out of for the weekend. So we'll head there tomorrow early, try and smash that out. Um, and then, yeah, sort of back and forth for the week and then uh, leading into the weekend. So... It's um, exciting. I've, I haven't really been to, I've been to a few like Oz X, but I've never been to a, like a uh, super in Melbourne. So it's going to be cool close at home. Um, yeah, like you said, I've flown home. I'm down in Vic, catching up with family and friends and doing some work in the meantime. So that's uh, been good. Keen for it. That's it. It's going to be a big weekend. Uh, and we'll do the final intro. Um, he is the most elusive media and content creator in Australian motocross. They call him Ghosty, Ghost Moto. What's happening, Mickey? Hello, mate. How are you? Thanks for having me on the prestigious show. Thanks for answering it. the call. We were we were worried, although it is still five minutes ahead of schedule. I feel like we're ahead of schedule. We're usually late, so I was like, keeps the time. But yeah, and then I, yeah, you're lucky because my phone notifications were off. So. <laughs> oh, you one of those guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you are. It explains everything. Yeah, you got caught out. He called me, and I was on the toilet. <laughs> I was smashing pizza, bro. Like, <laughs> um, Posty, I know you've had a big few weeks. So I appreciate you joining us. We're excited to talk right. some Supercross, boys. Let's get into it. Um, it's funny. Me and Donnell were chatting earlier, and for lack of a better word, he's like, "Do you know what's going on with Supercross with teams and riders?" And I was like, "I think we're just going to figure it out on the show because, as with anything Australian Supercross." If the industry's taught me anything over the years, you you get through motocross this year, you know, you get through Primex, and then it's a bit of a shit show up until the trucks and rock into the round one and the gates drop, and then you know, there's all these <clears throat> injured riders, riders doing motocross only. Um, how many guys brain themselves at the test track before round one? The schedule changes, the teams, the privateers that pop up doing supercross only, like it's a bit of a unique beast, Australian supercross. So. It's definitely not as easy to talk about, but um, I think we start with SX1 and let's get the obvious ones out the way. Um, let's start with, I guess, CDI Yamaha. You've got the defending, or sorry, the current uh, Pro MX champion in, in uh, Aaron Tanny, or Tanti, as they were calling him on uh, on, on World Supercross, and um, the return of, uh, of Luke Clout. So obviously one of the heavy hitting teams. Um, Donnell, you can start with that. What, what you thinking with CDR boys? Well, thing I said when we used to do their shows back in 2019, which was the last time we had an Australian Supercross Championship. So for one, awesome to see the championship back. Um, and I got called for saying that Aaron Tanney 
was Mike for the SX2 title and everyone wrote me off a little bit and he ended up third in that championship, I'm pretty sure. From memory, it was three years ago. But um, And likely taking Cardiff at round one of the World Championship. That boy can ride Supercross. So I'm really excited to see what... Uh, what AT nineteen or eighteen or nine, whatever number he's running in whatever series, um, I'm really excited to see what As can do. I think it's going to be a bit unique considering he's having to try and transition from the two fifty of the world round to four fifty Aussie round. So it's going to be a little bit tricky, I think, for the first couple. But um, that boy's going to be good. And I mean, Luke Clout, he was the runner up to Justin Brayton in 2019 um, and took it right down to the last round there so we know what Cloudy can do on a supercross track it's good to see him back he had a bit of a crash at uh, at Cardiff but um he he should be good he uh I actually bumped into his partner Lauren um in pit lane of uh, at Phillip Island uh she said I think everything's going well and he's uh he's feeling confident coming into this series so um it's good to see Cloudy back after you know a, a pretty pretty bad injury at the start of this year during Pro MX so um yeah, no, CDR, I mean, we know what CDR's like. That's a, a well-oiled man. They have it down to a, a, a science or a clockwork or whatever, however you want to put it. That that organisation knows what they're doing. They're uh, doing something right. You'd say so. That, you know, it's, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm keen to see what the boys can do. And, uh, yeah, I just think Tandy, that, just that tricky transition from riding the 250 down the 450. But uh, he'll come out swinging. He's running on... Running on a high from the outdoor title, so let's let's see what he can do. We'll post you spent some time with those boys, right? Or at least ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just quickly, I want to know how many counts we're going to get Darnell dropping MotoGP in this show. Do we have an over under on it? I think we're about six at the moment. Six or nine times. Six or nine times. You know what I loved about the MotoGP before we get back into this posty. Um, the group chat got pretty, got pretty, I got excited when I saw that Darnell had, um, the Alpine star shoes on in pit lane. I was like, <laughs> he is now officially a MotoGP guy. Like that is, they were red too. Even worse. that's like post his tight jeans and eyeliner for the emo like affiliation. Like once the Alp <laughs> shoes go on, it's like, all right, you are now, you spoke, you speak in broken English. Like for me, the MotoGP this weekend was good, you know? Yeah, to, to be fair, I rated the kicks. You did? Dude, that, you are the... They are. Yeah. That's not a, let's not get into all that. No, no, I'm telling you, I'm about it. <laughs> For three days, standing in an expo center, I, would, I wouldn't want anything else on my foot. Oh, oh. I want to set for one taggy, because I know how elusive they are. So can we, can we talk off air? No. <laughs> yeah, you know what we should do, Darnell? You know that that massive brand that you represent... You know, it would be as if it would make sense for them to contribute, um, you know, with product and marketing to this publication, perhaps. So th- there's something oh to think boy, about. Oh, boy, we knew that was coming. Yeah. We knew that was coming. <laughs> Watch him just swerve this one. I, but... I'm glad you asked. Uh, but quickly, boys, back to Tanny. Um, I think uh, as much as you guys think it may be a little bit of an issue, I've seen it myself. Uh, he rides. If anything, I think riding the 450 to him has made him... Uh, uh, for the worst words, get less sketchy. You know what I mean. Uh, I saw him on the. <laughs> how do I put this? How do I put this politically correct? Less sketchy. Yeah. Um, he, honestly, man, the way he wasn't revving. Like, I watched him ride uh, last week. 
Um, he was not riding the 250 like a 250. He was more riding it within the, uh, you know, the range of like he would the 450. Um, now, whether that comes down to uh, Crawford and the program they're on, um, I think that has something to do with it. But uh, if anything, man, I'm going to say it, maybe it's just being a 250 thing, but he looks really good on a 250. Um, he looked so great at, at the at Worlds. The 450, he looks smooth, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you, Darnell. He's my pick, too, if we're throwing predictions out early. There's some big names in that, in that lineup on that on that grid. So, on the grid, sorry, on the gate. Oh, stop oh, it. Seven. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to try and get back in. They're going to take their tyre warmers off for the parade lane. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um, just one thing, please. I was watching a... A GoPro um, video. Of, it was off one of the Honda boys, but um, he was he was battling and can't come up the inside of him. And then you, you can see on the video, um, yeah, following Candy for a lap or two. Um, he just yeah, like you said, post. He just looks smooth on the bike. He's taken that that skill that he's um, developed on the 450 now back onto a 250. Because like I was a bit skeptical. I was like, oh, he's just had a really good season on a 450. And now he's gone straight back to a 250. Is he going to pick up his old habits on that, or is he going to bring what he's what he's developed and put it on that? But by the looks of what I could see on that GoPro video, like he was smooth hitting his marks and hitting his lines, and he was moving forward within the moto. So he's only going to get better, in my in my opinion. And before we make this the uh, get down on our knees for Tanny show, surely there's a <laughs> bit of um, surely there's a bit of confidence coming off that national championship too, though. You know what I, I mean? I just like, said that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying though, surely there's a bit of swagger about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, you would think, it, and it maybe, and it'd be interesting to see. You now we, we will never see it, but I would wonder what the pot, the power dynamic is under underneath that CDR truck. Now that you've got Clout, who was the man, and it's pretty undeniable to say that Tanny's on that level now, winning the championship as well. I mean, yeah. to me, the, the dynamic is interesting because if anything, Clout, he didn't look to have lost anything. Like he was on pace at World Supercross in the 450 class. So to me, first one, down, first one to hit the quad too. Really? He was. He yep. was. I mean, he's not afraid to send it. Um, so to me, it's like, you know, Tanny, yeah, national champion in, in Pro MX. And then he's got this momentum from, from the confidence of running top five in the 250 World Supercross, which realistically, I think he could better at, at Melbourne, you know, being home, not hometown, but home country race and home base for CDR. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of things playing into his favor for for World Supercross, but obviously we're talking about Australian Supercross. So I think Clout still has the edge because he's just a little bit more experienced than Supercross on a 450. Um, but with Tanny, like, if anything Primex has taught us this year, you can't count him out because he's a gamer. He rises to the occasion and it is not unquestionable to be sitting here at the start of December saying that Tanny's won Pro Max and Australian Supercross in his, his rookie 450 year. Well, not rookie. I mean, he had his gas gas year, but it wasn't really a, a full season, you know? Yeah, we didn't have Supercross that year. Either. No. So that's highly probable. Race like programs. Well, actually, everyone raced programs. He raced less than programs. So, yeah, can, can Tanny and can um, Clout, like... Clout's obviously feeling pretty sendy at the moment. Like, all the footage you see of him is just wide open. Um, is that going to bite him? Is he, 
got lack of gate drops this year. It's going to be interesting to see. I think it's, it is going to be an interesting dynamic between those two. And I think if we move on from CDR now, the dynamic to me goes to the next big heavy hitting team in Australian motocross and supercross, which is obviously HRC um, Honda with Yurif Konsky. Um, and we've got a very interesting lineup of riders in the 450s there because we've got two imports now of um, Dean Wilson and Justin Brayton. So, Brayton... So can we just confirm that they race in Ozark as well? Is that the plan? They race Australian Supercross the, the whole four rounds? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't oh, think okay. it's official... Why is everyone looking at me I crazy? didn't know that, eh? I didn't know Anthony. No, I didn't, I didn't know, know that either. Yeah, Luke. That yeah. shows us journalism. No, Dean Wilson's doing the whole series. That's cool. Brayton's not riding to the race, is he? Yeah, Brayton's doing Australian Supercross. Huh. Are you raised? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty. I'm. I'm not so sure now. I thought I was sure. <laughs> we should have done our research, boys. But uh, yeah, uh, this is the first time. No, I saw an interview with Justin Brayton the other day. Normally, I'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to say this on air," but I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure that he said he's going I down a under. Post from your yeah. yeah. Oh, I shit. saw a post from your reads about Brayton. Yeah, Are you sure? whether it was confirmed or not. Maybe we should. Um, I mean, call your we call should add you this anyway. Someone called call your reef. Yeah, oh. add into the call. All right, so who did you guys have down ride with Honda? I love this. This is such an interesting. Webster and Wilson. Webster yeah, and Wilson. Webster, Wilson is 250s. Yeah. Fuck Webster, what do they say? <laughs> well, look, it ain't our fault that it's three, four days before round one and there's no t- press releases out. Yeah, that's true. We're just doing the best that's we can right. with what I, we've I got. Actually, right, maybe that editor of Inside Dirt needs to get on to it, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should do my research a bit more, boy. Funny enough, I should have uh, I actually seen um, Renita Vimule and down at the old who worked for Ure. Probably could have. Uh, where were you? Where were you? Uh, uh, I was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look... <laughs> Look, I've just gone to Moto Wait, does online. Does anyone know the Darnell Wet for the Moto GP? Does anyone know this? I love Moto GP, uh, and I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Can we do? Can, <laughs> can we after Supercross? Can we do start doing Moto GP podcast, please? I would have no yeah, idea uh, what I'm talking about. If, uh, yeah, yeah, well, you've got no idea what you're talking about, about Supercross. <laughs> um, I'm going on to. I'm going on to some social profiles real quick because. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. Uh, oh, well, hey, let's let's talk about Webster and Wilson Todd though. They both just spent a lot of us uh, call it the off season or the, you know that preseason for Supercross over at, at MTS. Uh, Webster looked sick, dude. And I was um, talking to a few of the boys I'm like, oh, I, haven't, I can't really remember Webster doing Supercross, but I reckon Webster's um, on, eh? And he looks really good in his videos. Well, and he's a wild card for, for the world round, too. Yeah, him and Metcalf, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the other one we could talk about while Joe tries to work out what is going on with Honda, that Brett Metcalf is factory KDM 450 for Supercross. That's very cool. I've got Which nothing, awesome. I've got nothing confirmed to add. I went to some real publications real quick to check. But I'm pretty sure that Dean, at least Dean, is doing Aussie Supercross. Is that correct? Oh, okay. Cool. I did see... Yeah, I didn't know. I just thought he was. Yeah, okay. So Dean Wilson's doing the whole Australian Supercross season, eh? That makes sense. It would make sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he is, and I'm pretty sure I saw an interview with Brayton talking about going for his fifteenth 
Australian Supercross title in a row. I saw, I saw Yuri's put a post up thanking Brayton from, you know, like, you, you know, whatever, whatever the post was. And Brayton commented, oh, maybe we're not done yet. And that was pretty early. So I can, yeah, I will back you up there, Joe. I just didn't, I hadn't seen anything fully confirmed yet that Brayton was doing the Australian series. Has there been any videos of Brayton riding? Sure. I haven't seen anything. I mean, he's just he's riding for the MCR team for World Supercross. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh man, this is confusing me now. But I, no, it was Dean Wilson's YouTube episode, his latest vlog on the Honda, and he was talking about how he's getting ready to come to Oz, but then also to race the Oz Supercross. Oh, yeah. well, there you go, Dean Wilson in. Well, I, I just I just had a had a nod from someone that um, I'm here with, and he's very in deep with the uh, the old Supercross thing. He's Maybe sure that it's um yeah. It's maybe sure. <laughs> maybe sure. <laughs> so he, he gave me a look. He's not at his head. So that that's even more. Um, yeah. Well, that, that does make sense. Why I'm organising a pair of boots today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're kidding, Archer. You just well, I just on... thought that would be for the world round. Um. Uh, anyway, but so that was for Dean Wilson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just leave the Justin Brayton question mark. Well, yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's fairly safe to assume that Brayton's going to be here. Like, I don't think it's well, out of the He'll question. be at Marvel Stadium <laughs> for the World yeah. Supercross. Yeah. Well, we know Kenny will be here too, so let's... Yeah, do we rule out Kenny riding on Friday? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not riding Friday. He might ride that 252 stroke in the lights class. You never know. Dude, that grub was ridiculous. His foot dragged half the off-ramp with him. Yeah, that was some <laughs> next level. <laughs> next level. If it didn't rain, he had Marv covered, but... Let's stay on topic. All right, so how do we think Dean Wilson does in Australian Supercross? Well, if we're going off what happened at Cardiff, I hope it gets better. Cause I know he hit a, a, or a slower, some French or Brazilian or whatever. Mexican. <laughs> one of the overseas guys who... It's racist. That was not racist. I don't know if he could be French. could have been Geordie Sixty for all I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's had limited time on the Honda. Marquez doesn't race there to hell. Dude, have you seen him ride a dirt bike? He's oh, man, no, I haven't. No. Does he, I bet he dirt tracks. No, he motocrosses. No, no. Right. Oh, really? Dread, yeah. yeah. So does Jack Miller, and Jack Miller can ride supercross. I've filmed Jack Miller. <laughs> I've raced Jack Miller at Conondale. He lapped me. All right, <laughs> like I was standing still, coolest moment of my life, other than the weekend. Other than uh, other than MotoGP, we need like a you know like a hand click, like a sound, like just like racking them up. Anyway, um, all right. So Wilson, limited time on the Honda, and coming off a bit of an injury at Cardiff, likely to say he'll be a slow start to the Aussie season, but it'll be interesting to see. Now let's go to the other rider we know is riding for Honda, and that's Kyle Webster. Um, Webster's look really good, like uh, in all the Insta bangers everyone's been putting up. But that's the one track, MTF. He's got it down pat. You know, he's been doing a lot of laps out there. So Webster is a bit of a question mark to me. I think the last time I saw Webster ride Supercross was when he broke his neck or his yeah. back back in the day at the the Backers Marsh Supercross in like 2017. Did he come together with? Uh, who did TNT come together that year that he crashed Supercross? Was that with Webster? No, Mitch Evans. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that was brutal. Evans, one of the others. Yeah, yeah. We landed on him in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. yeah down that rhythm that on the. That was horrendous, actually. Um, yeah. So, what's anyone thinking about Webster? 
I think he's going to be solid. Yeah, well, it could be sick, bro. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm actually excited to see him ride because, like, I've only you, yeah, you've, you've only seen like the one video or the videos on that one track. So I'm excited to see him. Um, he's obviously had a pretty shocking year this year with injury, and then he, he came back and he was somewhat strong, but still struggling with his ankles a little bit. So I guess, um, I guess, hopefully he's, he's sorted with uh, with his with his legs and he can be strong for yeah, come round one. So. All right, let's move to Empire Cowie. Ah. Does anyone <laughs> answer how back. Dean Wilson's going to go? Hang on yeah. a second. Does anyone actually answer what we think Dean Wilson's going to do? We think maybe a slow start. Oh, okay. Sorry, I wasn't listening. No, <laughs> no Dean Wilson will be solid. Be, would. Wouldn't it be ridiculous to think that Dean Wilson's not a favourite? I don't know, oh, man. I mean, you're be. looking at Luke Clout and Aaron Tanney amongst others. Like, I wouldn't say Wilson's form puts him, even if you look at his season this year when he was running good in Supercross, he's definitely not a... He, can he be a podium guy? Yeah. Do I think he's going to win the championship? No. Yeah. But you never, I guess, yeah, like you say, folks, like you never, I guess, can't rule him out. Like, he's just going to a different bike. He might, you know, when some riders, they get sort of stagnant riding the one machine and then all it takes is is that new change, a new, new team dynamic or whatever, and then they start doing good. So we might actually see a glimpse of... Uh, Although, like, he didn't do too like, well. At yeah, yeah. Old Dean Wilson. Yeah, he might do a bit of that. Like, he's having fun. Like, he's, he's probably not taking it as serious or he might have different pressures. So, he might, yeah, he might come come swinging. So, I guess we just have to wait and see. I mean, it's the same as anything in Supercross. If he can get some starts, if he can put himself in good track position, like, Australian Supercross can be a bit um, inconsistent with tracks. Like, you know, Marvel's going to be world standard and then some of the other outdoor venues it's spring it can rain it can be dry and dusty like it can be a pretty inconsistent beast right so that's going to be interesting all right so that's honda and we'll put a question mark on jb for what he may or may not be back um so my next question mark for sx1 before we get to metcalf is actually matt moss Yep, because uh, he has been like he really impressed me at Cardiff in the 250s, and I've been watching the videos of him on Instagram like everybody else, man. On the 450, he's going really, really fast. Yeah, he rides supercross better than motocross. We all know that he's like what you Mossy went undefeated in the Australian Supercross Championship one year. Like, do we forget this? Like, the man can ride supercross. Yeah, yeah. He he's is, uh, he's a pointy boy season specialist. <laughs> yeah. Pointy <laughs> boys. He's not afraid yeah. of pointy boys. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Um, do you, what, what do we think though? To do an object with um, Baden and the BBR team, and then yeah, they so talk about Tanny going. 250 to 450. What about Mossy going Cowie 250 to Yamaha? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it will affect his Friday night. It might affect his Saturday night, but I think his, his Aussie night on the 450, he'll be fine because he's been riding that leading up to it. Mm. There have been some dramas with that bike at, at Cardiff, uh, whatever it's called. Um, that Cardiff, yeah, they were having some dramas with it. So, um, and like, yeah, you don't really, you can't really test those bikes during the week. Like they, they come in crates. So um, it'll be interesting to see, yeah, what it's going to be like come, yeah, so. Um, Mossy, you know, could he get a whole shot? Could he get a moto win or a round win? Um, 
it's, yeah. it's not out of the question. I don't know the format. Does anyone have any inside info on the race format for us, Supercross? No, we're not good generals. No. No. Uh, no. No. I'm just not sure even know there's a fucking race on this. One. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's all confusing because it's all like the, the Aussie series is run by like three different people and it's just, yeah, it's confusing. So, like AME oversee the whole thing, but like no one really knows, like different promoters for different rounds and it's, yeah, I thought we were going to move away from this model when AME took it over. Um, and obviously their focus has been pulled to SX Global, which, you know, it's cool. Like that's awesome to see. And it's sort of like the Aussie too. It's just been put in the back corner a little bit. I, I yeah. honestly think this is what's happened. I, I feel because Oz Supercross has not ran since 2019 Aus X Open at Marvel. It's been three Which years. Which is the best Supercross we've ever had in Australia. It was, right? But three years without an event. So there's two flip sides to the coin where, yeah, it's pretty much public knowledge. I don't think I'm speaking out of term here when this probably hasn't been the most organized Supercross season coming in. But with that being said, I, I think their priority is just literally running the championship, like getting it done. So there's some momentum for next year and moving forward because three years, yeah. can you imagine if we didn't have three years of, well, we almost didn't, but with, with MX Nationals now Pro MX, like that's a long time for a promotion company to not have an event. Exactly. So as much as I think a lot of people in the industry may have been a little frustrated at times with how it's been going. But there's just so many moving parts when it comes to running a series like that. Like I've had a little bit of insight being down here hanging out with um with Jake and Kevy, but it's just the the yeah, all the moving parts, they all have to work together for for a good series to run and I feel like a lot of people don't realise what it actually takes to run the series and like I don't know, like the public and people get upset when okay. So Newcastle is a triple crown. Oh cool. Yeah. Um I'm sure Friday at Marvel is a standard supercross, you know, peak. Yeah, I probably want to limit the the track time to keep it good for Saturday night. Yeah. Who knows, but I can't believe we're going to Wagga Wagga for the final round. Hey, what where is that? party are we gonna have there? Where's Wagga? <laughs> I reckon there'd be some interesting locals down the party at Wagga. Wagga is um, New South, right? Yeah, well, yeah. hardly. hardly oh. What is it like? Is it near the Devic border? Yeah. Right. So is it like it's down the border with the rest of Victoria. So that's, that's um, shout out to everyone out there with the floods. So I hope everyone's okay. When Newcastle will be a time though, lads. Newcastle's always a time. Hell yeah. Yep. New England, um, yeah, that's a cool city. Apart from the racing. Yeah, the racing will be good there. Triple yeah. crown, I like triple crowns. That's so triple saying, crowns, so we've got a mix of traditional format and triple crowns. Let's just cap it at that. Um, yeah. All right, so that's Mossy out of the way. Let's talk about Medi. Medi is obviously signed to Factory KDM for Supercross. And... Oh, that is really cool because he did his own privateer deal. Now that was the rumor all season that, that he was going to take the KDM support for outdoors. And then cause Gibbs is motocross only, he would then get the factory supercross seat. So it's worked out really well for Medi. Um, and I don't see his supercross being any different to his Primax. If he gets a start, if he's feeling it, he can podium, he could probably win. And then if Do we he, see a um, uptick being on factory, factory machinery. Mm. What do you guys Dude, think? Bikes of the track this time, so that probably helps. 
just yeah, it just depends on like, what he what he can do on that bike. Like if it's going to set it up similar to the the bike that he's successful on this year, like it's, or is it is it going to be a completely different bike? That obviously it's Matty. He's ridden a lot of bikes over the, over his career, so. He's um he's pretty finely tuned with what he wants on a bike. So the only, the only, yeah, the only thing is, boys, is that their the the factory KDM is uh, or K, the the KDM Australia team is uh they're running the twenty three bike, so there is no uh prior knowledge to what they run yeah. at the time. It's a whole new bike. True, yeah. and that bike hasn't had the best Supercross feedback from America. Um, yeah, I'll take that with a pinch of with a pinch of salt, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. What the American and what we have is, you know, it's probably night and day, but I mean, it's certainly um, it's 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 a metric of, of reference where he's jumping on that bike, and you know, basically, it looks like KDM were doing all their testing last week down in New South, from what I could see. Um, yeah. Have the format for it if you want to hear them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's please. do it. I've read the. I'm reading the suffering. Uh, so rounds one and two will be standard format. So one final for each class, 15 laps for SX2, 20 laps for SX1. Uh, round three will be a triple crown, uh, Olympic scoring. SX2 is three six-lap races and SX1 is three eight-lap races. Um, and then for round four, it's a double header, two finals for each. So two eight-lap mains for SX2 and two 11-lap mains for SX1. Also, take note that at rounds two, three, and four, there will be an SX3 eight, uh, class with a, a single eight-lap final in each round. Yeah, okay. And I, I believe 85s are coming back as well. Uh, probably. Um, I, I asked a couple of the mini parents about that, and they said they weren't racing. So whether we're right on that or not, that's another thing. Yeah, I mean, we could talk all day about how junior supercross needs to come back because that was the stuff that made moss and those guys so good at supercross but on the flip side it is dangerous and there's not a lot of supercross tracks for kids to ride and practice on so i get it that's, that's where i think this world thing with the with the investment that um sx global's making obviously their home base is australia so that's great for us so i think you will start to see more facilities pop up around the country now that supercross is a little bit more accessible for people in australia I would hope so. I, I don't know. I, I had hopes of that at the beginning, but the logistics of operating a supercross track and then for public consumption, it, there there needs to be a supercross training facility. Um, there's a couple. I know Moss's training facility. I think they have one. I think that, uh, oh, geez, Part 4 MX, they don't have one anymore. Um there's a few scattered around, but it's it's not the most accessible sport. I, I get that. Pretty much, if you want to ride Supercross in Australia, you got to build your own track. So anyway, Metcalf, can he win? Yes. Can he podium? Yes. Would he be a sixth, seventh, eighth place guy on the on the on a slow night? Probably yes. So it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Um, who are we missing in MX One now, boys? Whoever I touched Jackson, on, Jackson Richardson. He's back. He's back. He's back. The People's <laughs> Champ is back. Um, He's been a few years out of the game. What, what do we think? He's a two-time SX2 champion. Do people, everyone keeps forgetting this. Yeah, no, I never forgot that. He's a Supercross specialist. He will be fine. Okay, but just just my counter to that is, I mean, I'm just doing this for the fans. But do you, he, he's been out of the game for the, the better part of three years. I know in twenty or whatever the COVID year, did races. Yeah, uh, it's around. 
yeah, anyway, he's been out for a couple of years and I'm just, like, speaking out. So if you look at the likes of Tanny, Clout, uh, yeah, Metcalf, have, have they all elevated their game? Like, has there been an acceleration? Look, really. my, my last memory of Jackson Richardson was the 2019 Brisbane Supercross Round 1 when he hit that triple out and launched his bike full Ronnie Mack, do you remember? And it looped it out and he broke his foot or whatever it was. Oh, that was loose. I do remember that. And that's the last time we saw him on a Supercross track. I think that was his season done. Um, no. Did he race the next few rounds? Yeah. But look, on a good night, where do you put him? Probably five to eight? Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm just saying I think it, 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 he won't factor into a win. Maybe, can he get a podium? Maybe. But as for... It's a cool signing to see Empire sign him. Like I, I thought that was oh, cool. It's, very, it's a very cool signing. It's very good for the sport. I think he's a very good match for that team too, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, Mel Ross. I think he's a guy that we need to talk about. He's deeper, let's, let's be honest. He's enough. Like, he had Mel Ross, how many years did he spend over there at AMA? He's got one of the best private supercross tracks in Australia. The thing has an over-under in his backyard track. Like yeah. <laughs> it does. It's so sick. Um, uh, and a few guys been out there. I know, like, um, a few, I, I think, Haruki Yokoyama and um, Jai Constantino went up and trained at Hayden's for a little bit. Um, so they've been putting the work in. Um, but it'll be cool to see. I, I think Hayden, again, he can be... I think we've said like six guys who finish eight to five. Can he finish higher? Maybe because he's a really good supercross rider. So let's see. You know, what hey, you- man, I think if you're being man, I think Hayden's got a lot to prove this year. Uh, motocross didn't go great for him. He would say that. You know, it was a building and a lot of thing. And I think he's figured that bike out a lot more now. You got to remember the gas gas boys aren't going to a brand new bike, so they're going to know that bike pretty well. Um, Honestly, man, I think you'd be pretty loose to think that Hayden's not going to be inside the top five. What yeah, do you boys, What do you reckon? Uh, Chad Reed's not riding. Who's going to ride his bike? Do you reckon? Do you reckon Hayden might ride the KDM? For <laughs> I, I know who's riding that bike. I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> uh, the Moto, yeah. the Moto GP guy knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Marquez told me. <laughs> yeah, right. Chad right. <laughs> was down there on the weekend, actually. So where was it? Yeah, where was he? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but like, honestly, though, Hayden, I think Hayden's lost in that gas gas deal. And, uh, honestly, man, I think, like, yeah, like, Supercross is jam. I know sitting under the truck that he said to me multiple times he couldn't wait to go race Supercross. So, yeah. you know, I think he's got a lot to prove. And if you had something to say about Hayden Morris and Motocross, well, I think he's going to come out in Supercross and show you what's up. Do you remember the year? What year was that? 16, 15 or 16? Might have been 16. When he was winning the SX2 title and the bike flew off in the last lap. Yeah. Like, dude, my heart sunk when I seen that. He took that like, really dude, well. You just, it was, you watched watch that dude on the dude, like, he was so close. That was, that was, uh, was it DPH? Was yeah, it was DPH, yeah. DPH, yeah. That was heartbreaking. But yeah, like you said, he's fucking he handled that really well. I've fallen into a heap. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Mel Ross is going to be one to watch. Now, Dylan Wills is the other new addition in the KDM group. He's obviously Factory 450 Husky. Um, Willsy, we did a feature with him with Inside Dirt. Um, Jimmy, we put that out earlier in the week. So 
He looks good on the 450. It's no secret that Wilsey can ride a bike and especially well in Supercross. I think he could be a top five guy on a good night. He can definitely get close to the, the podium. But I so think Wilsey's probably... Five, what we've said. What's that? You've said about 10 people that can be top five guys. Well, this is the really? thing. I was about that, to, if you let me finish... I was going to say, if he gets a start, he could be a top five guy. If he doesn't, he's going to be a five to ten, you know? Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, I mean, Poster, you're right. Like, how sick is it? There's a lot of talent in in SX1 this year. Dude, it's, it's well, honestly, man, and I, I, I bang this drum so much. I said it in the Australian mode. So like, if you actually look at it and look at the field, not only in SX1, but SX2, maybe SX2 is maybe a little lighter this year. Um, but, man, Australian Supercross, like the domestic series is pumping on talent-wise and like what like what potential storylines. Like, you know, we just said something. We've got Jackson Richardson coming back, two-time FX2 championship. We've got Hayden Morris who spent 35 years at, like, in the States racing. You know, you got like Dean Wilson, Max Anstey. All right, Anstey's not racing the Australian series. But you know what he I mean? Matt been. Moss. <laughs> right. At yeah. this point, anyone could be riding. Justin Brayton, Matt Moss, Aaron Kennedy, Luke Clout. Dude, these are all names that we've just said. And I'm sure we're missing a couple dudes. But, like, man, that's a really good – it's a really good field, really competitive field. Like, man. It is. It's, I get it's pumped deep. Like Dylan Wills. Sorry, Willie. But you know what I mean? Like, there's some really good dudes there. It's going to be really, you know, it's going to be super interesting to see him out on track on Friday and, and get some sort of pecking order established. Um, any privateers? Let's just touch on that real quick. What privateer Supercross guys are we thinking about? Um, Jim, oh, Joel Whiteman will be sold. Yeah, Whiteman, he actually spent some yeah. time race at AMA, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he's really solid on Supercross track. <laughs> really solid. And um, that... That um, that is it. Ravenhurst, one eighty eight. Yeah, he's just he's riding two fifties though. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, okay. he's riding SX two. Okay. We'll talk about yeah. that new team that they've started up. Um, yeah, Jimmy, you were you were filming up at uh, Ford Dale's place, and there was who's the fourth guy up there that was riding? Um, they were all two fifties, Jack. Um, really? Wasn't it that Queensland? Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Joe Cost, but he's just signed with Yamalu, but he's on a 250. No, um, there was the Honda, the Honda 450. Who's that? Oh, dude, I didn't. Oh, uh, Zach Watson. Zach oh, Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, he gets around all right, actually. I, I, I hadn't really had really know much about that guy, but um, he was he was keeping with the boys on the 250s. Like, he was on a, a pretty much stock Honda 450. Like, you could barely hear him, like, hear him ride around the track, but he was he was carrying some speed. So, um, it'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he goes. I mean, a lot of the motocross privateers tend to drop out, so it will be interesting to see, you know, like Joel Evans, he's not doing it this year. There's a few guys that are top 10 motocross privateers that don't tend to do supercross just because of the risk and the financials and everything. But, all right, let's put, let's put everyone on the spot. Um, top three for SX1 at Melbourne, and then your pick for the championship. Um, these guys first. MotoGP. No, let MotoGP go first. All right, cool. Oh, um, whoa. Uh, can, can we circle back? I got to think about this for a second. Uh, I, look, I I don't take. Uh, I I don't know what order to put him in, but Matt Mossel podium. I think he's got something to prove. Um, Aaron Tanney, because I 
think he's going to fire on that on that bike. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit cautious with Tanny because of the two people. Uh, did you just drop out then? Are we good? Yeah, no. Oh, it, said, it said you all left and now you're all back. So oh. Yeah, I lost everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, Moss, Tanny. Oh, who else? Oh. This is supposed to be a quick fire thing. We don't need your life story, bro. All right, the car. <laughs> Who's your pick for the championship? Oh, I don't know. We haven't, I haven't seen anything yet. Um, That's why it's called a preview show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, he's going the double. He's going back to back. He's going. I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go next. My pick for the podium, th- this whole Justin Brayton variable thing's throwing me off, but um, I will say that if um, if Brayton races, he will obviously be on the podium at round one, and I will go Luke Clout and Aaron Tanney on the podium. And if Brayton isn't there, I will go <clears throat> with, uh, with probably Matt Moss. So it'll be a blue crew podium sweep and I'm going to go with Luke Clout for the championship even if Brayton does race ooh that's a good one I like that mm. yeah, okay um, I'm going quick fire so top three is uh, I'm going to put Clout Tanny and Melrose you split it whatever way you want there and I'm going to put I'm going to go with you Darnell I think Annie's the Tanny's the double champ this year all right, Jimmy. I think Blair. Jimmy's or he's, or he's uh, Jimmy's yeah, no. Jimmy's had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> James Allen, Annie, oh, he's back. Hey, you, you dropped out. You like you had a stroke and then you you came back. I'm gonna go the blue boys, so we'll go we'll go Candy and uh, and Clout, um, and yeah, Brayton's racing. I'm gonna see Brayton on the podium, um, and overall. It's between ah, fuck. Let's go, bro. What if he's not racing? Who do you go then? Um, Tanny. All right, uh-huh. so we're all we're Team Tanny, are we? Like all of us? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I said I'll, go I'll, I'll go Melrose if it makes um makes it. Whatever it is versus one that's probably got first place at 
in SX1 at Worlds is probably the same amount of money that the rest of the Australian Supercross is combined, if not more. Yeah, that's what I'm asking, though. Do you see Cloudy go, hey, I'm just going to... I'm just wait. If I'm in the top five come Friday night and I go for a win on Saturday night, like that's what I'm asking you. Do you think that this no, double I duty think that, plays into it? I, I think, think the heavy hitters are going to, you know, because these guys don't know any different, man. They're not going to, yeah, do they lay up and maybe not send it through the hoops on the last lap and cartwheel their brains out to get, uh, put themselves at risk for Saturday? Probably not, but they're going to get good starts. They're going to put themselves in good position and they'll they'll run up front both nights. I don't think it changes sure, anything. I, is sitting in second place on fr- on Friday night in the 450 class, and there's a chance through a set of woods if he just goes wide open to get a win. Now you said, back. no, no, Posty said riders. He didn't say Matt Moss. There's a difference right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like, boys, they're probably going to make that decision on depending on how they feel in practice on Friday. Like, if they're not feeling good and they're, like, and they're worried about, yeah, worried about the, the World Supercross, then... They're not going to ride out on a limb on Friday. Um, yeah, for the same thing, because the purse is quite good for World Supercross. So it's, it's, it's definitely, um, well, the Aussie riders, they would never have had to, to think about this before. So having a World Supercross round the following day, but it's really just going to come down to how they feel on Friday. If they're feeling good and on point, then they're going to ride to their full potential or their 100%. But if they're feeling a bit off and they're like right a bit sketchy, they're gonna be concerted no matter no matter if it's yeah, round one or whatever. Like it's um that World Supercross thing is what's brought everybody to it is is the money behind it and the opportunity that it brings. So just a question, James, you're you're um on the ground there in Melbourne and you got the copping a fair bit of weather down there. Do we know what the situation is on the dirt? Is the dirt covered? Is it gonna be wet? Is it the stadium the stadium has a roof on it, so yeah, but what about the dirt? Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I know the dirt comes in Wednesday night, so um, I don't know what state it's going to be in. Um, yeah. I, I would assume it's the dirt that was there when we had. Um, and that was hard back in 2019. You remember? Yeah. So yeah, um, I don't know. Joe Sabachi. Yeah. What did he do? He broke his wrist that round, didn't he? Real bad. Hey, his ankle. Leg. Ankle. Right. I had to drag his bike off him. It was horrendous. Yeah. It was just, that was a, a, a panic rev that would be ever forever in my brain. I remember hearing that and spinning around and seeing the Suzuki just wasn't good. But yeah, that is a variable, you know, but I think that how warm it is in that stadium with the roof on and unless the, the dirt is completely sodden going in, I think we'll be okay. And so and not everywhere is completely like underwater. No. Well, the dirt would have to be – the dirt's probably in the north or the west suburbs somewhere. You know, it's not going to be out near the floods. And if it's been sitting there for three years, haven't been used, it's probably covered in grass. So it's, it's, I feel like it's going to be fine. Um, but I feel like that's probably what they, they they would have prepared for maybe the rain. Like, everybody knew it was coming. So, if, oh, wait, that dirt's going to get wet. Let's cover it. I don't know. Well, I don't know if everyone's prepared. My old man rang me the other day, and he goes, oh, I'm going to go. The container's starting to flood. We go container and our creek burst banks and shit started getting real wet. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty gnarly to see. But uh, all right, this this podcast is going way longer than I thought it would with SX one. So let's move on to SX two now. And I do not know where to start with this one. So let's start with um, I guess 
<sighs> Nathan Crawford. Let's start with him on KDM. NATO is a, he's a <laughs> right, yeah. podcast done. Thanks for tuning everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, I've locked that in. That boys. <laughs> yeah, that boys. he looks fast. He's a wild card for World Supercross the next night. Uh, he has a lot of momentum from the end of Super and uh, a motocross heading into Supercross. He's going to be a hard guy to beat, I think. Going to have the best looking gear out there. I can tell you that much for free. Yeah, I saw hey, some hey, stuff no, he posted today. No. He looked good. You can't be sponsored doing sponsor plugs now. You got to you got to sponsor podcast first. No, I didn't say a brand name then, did I? We all know. We all know what you're talking about. Well, Alphonse Stars. Is that pay me to? Um, NATO is going to be very strong now. Post did Caleb Byram end up getting the Husky ride? What happened there? Uh, I don't know how much I can say. Okay, well, uh, I love it how it, again, yeah, it's KJ, three days. What I, can, what I can say is, uh, KJ is in a lot better situation than what he was in motocross. Um, I remember I was talking during a podcast in uh, I think it was the QMP, and I think some of the fellows were under the assumption that um, he had support and was given bikes. And that was not correct. So I believe that Husky has probably stepped up their effort um, this year for Supercross to help him. Um, yeah, he's in a lot better position than what he was. Is he under the truck for the first round? I don't believe so. Um, I don't know what else is going forward. Um, but yeah, he's and he is also looking very good. He's under the same tent with. Um, Tanny and Crawford, they all train and ride together. So, uh, once again, and another one of those um, Alpine Stars athletes that yeah, we need also, to Also going to be looking very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, if we look across to the red... the red AJ out of the podium at, at, at any stage. 100% boys. Yeah. 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 yeah, that dude has been putting in work. Yeah. Uh, Honda. And that oh. comp- the confidence from motocross that he had too, boys. Like, yeah, I think, I think he's another one of those guys that's probably um, shined a bit this year. Yeah, he's, he's done well. He impressed me in the last couple of rounds. Yeah, QMP went really well. And yeah, KJ runs on confidence. And yeah, I think, again, you know, really good motocross rider, yes. Uh, but I think Supercross is more his forte. I mean, he's so, got a hell of a track to, to ride at home every day, that's for sure. So... Barham, yeah, I mean, he could be a podium guy on a good night, that's for sure. Now, we have um, Honda. Who do we have at Honda? Wilson Um, That's it. No, there's another rider. I, I cannot confirm or deny the rider's name or their country of origin. Can you just tell us, then? <laughs> no. All right, so we've got one confirmed rider at Honda. And that is obviously Wilson Todd. Um, he was what do you not, reckon? he was not bad at World Supercross, considering he hasn't ridden Supercross in a long time. I was actually pretty impressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but again, it's been a while since Wilson's ridden Supercross. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, He's looking pretty quick around that track in America. But. That's the thing, though. They're just riding MTF. Um, yeah, like it's but, one track, it's, but uh, again, it's a it's a good place to be training. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it's like a lot of the guys will just be riding one place. You know, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, uh, it's Wilson Todd. The, the guy can ride a motorcycle. So what? You know, where do you go from there? Where does he finish? I don't know. Can he podium? Yeah, yeah. Can he win? 
probably. I, I just I don't know his Supercross history that well. Um, but from the year he's had, like realistically, what well, he dropped out of all the races he did in MX2, he dropped what two? Uh, one. Well, I, oh, NATO yeah, got, yeah. And then the last round, but that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, so NATO got him and Bailey got him, you know, so. All right, let's Bailey move on to, let's move on to Yamaha. We've got a few teams out there uh, with WBR, Bulk Nutrients, with Yamalube Yamaha. Um, Serco. Serco. So basically there's a lot of blue crew in 250s again, which is pretty standard yeah. for the Australian industry because Yamaha support racing pretty much on another level. So let's talk about Serco uh, to start with. You've got the, the Canadian import, Cole Thompson, which is obviously replacing Jesse Dobson. Now, I don't know a lot about Cole Thompson, but from what I've seen, the dude can ride a dirt bike. Yeah, for sure. I've seen probably, he uploads about four TikToks a day of him riding Supercross. And he, um, yeah, <laughs> he seems pretty solid. Like, I, I didn't really know much about him until maybe a month ago when I started seeing his stuff on uh, social media. But he, um, yeah, he rips. He's, Did you see the video of him riding in the seven gear with no under jersey? Yeah, I was just rocking the that. <laughs> I was like, um, why? <laughs> Canadian boy ain't ready for the Queensland heat. That's what it is. Yeah, like cool. Yeah, he's what there hard. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they, he put that video out of um, the, the Jeopardy thing. It's like, name something that got men more excited than being with a woman. And then it's the 125 and he's shredding the 125. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> so look, Thompson, I think he's Canadian champion outdoors on the 250 from, from with the research I've done. So clearly he can ride a bike really well. And you know how the Americans, the Canadians seem to have a bit more intensity, especially in Supercross. So he could be a, he could be a podium guy. He could be a race winner and Serco build a good bike, you know? I agree. Yeah. Agree. And in other news, Joe, water's wet. We know Serco can build a good bike. Like, that's an obvious statement there. Was, was there water at MotoGP? Sorry, I wasn't sure if you mentioned that or not. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of water. <laughs> and then, um, Jimmy, you were filming at it, um, out at uh, the Ford Dale Elite track at Coulomb, and, and you said Malkowitz was going really fast. He was. He was, uh, he was attacking the track like it was, yeah, race day. Um, his whoop speed, like all those whoops went crazy big there, but um, compared to a lot of the other boys, that's where he's making his time in the whoops. And obviously he's um he's tall, right? He's he's tall as that, so um yeah, he was he was riding good. So, but then yeah, you go back to their they're riding the same track. But I think they've been riding out at uh, MX Farm. They got a, a super truck out there now as well. So they've got a, a few different spots to ride out now. But um he was he was looking good. He's looking fit. Um yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I can't quite remember what he was like uh, a few years ago at Supercross. Like was he was he podium? Contention was he? I don't, I don't know. think he's raced Supercross over here. Really? Uh, he was 19 back then. He was 19 and then uh, he went to MXGP, so I, I don't think he did it. Yeah, I keep forgetting how young he is. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was he was running good. He was he was um, uh, quicker than maybe Bud on the track, maybe from what I could see. Uh, but that was just literally it was it was through the whoops where he was making all his time. So. And then if we segue to Yamalube Yamaha, you've got Reese Bud and Jace Cosford. Now, Posty yeah. Cosford is your your boy. You're on the Cosford train. So what are you what are you yep. thinking? Um, I 
haven't had a heap to do with CrossFit in the last little bit. Um, just, yeah, whatever the way it's gone. But I, I, first of all, I'm so pumped for Jace because he's one of those dudes who's, um, man, he works his ass off to get where he's at right now. It it's, it's genuinely really, really cool to see that Wardy and Scott Bishops, you know, rewarded that. Um, you know, there was an open spot there and it could have very, very easily just been given to another American or someone, you know. Um, so it's, it's really, really cool to see that Jason's been given that position by the Yamaloo team. And uh, knowing Jason, how hard of a worker he is, um, I think he would have taken that with both hands and really ran with it. Uh, I haven't got to see much of the stuff that you guys have put out on Inside Dirt. If you go on the link in the bio, you can watch his video. Uh, but, like, yeah... Jace himself, uh, very known to be in a very attacking sort of rider, very aggressive. Um, sometimes it clips him a little bit undone, but if anything, I feel like he's good at motocross and he's once again one of those riders that's uh, a bit faster, eh? if anything. Uh, yeah, was going to murder someone? Yeah, yeah. Sound like <laughs> rings the hell. I don't know what Wardy's saying about those valves on that Yamaha, but... Uh, yeah, I'm really pumped for him and I, I've got him inside my top five and... Um, uh, I really think this is the, the opportunity that Jace needs to uh, go to that next level and hopefully we see that next year in the motocross as well. Do you remember that video of him doing the backflip off the fence post onto his bike? Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. That was still one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, and I filmed that track and it's sketchy, boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, 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 World Supercross also. Well, can we just can we, just before we jump to RB three, what are we what are we thinking of CrossFit? Where, where, where is everyone at? I know I just you know I think for you, CrossFit, off, yeah. I think for CrossFit, it's a case of he probably needs to get through Supercross healthy because yeah. there's equally a chance that he could maybe crash out, be a bit inconsistent. Could he be a top five guy? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, you got your finger up. Like, are um, we in classroom right now? Yeah, can I say something? Um, <laughs> no. Just going on from what I could see when I was out the track the other day, um, I feel like without giving away forward secrets or anything, but I feel like that's what they're focusing on with Chase is consistency around the track. Like, yeah, like you said, Posty, he's, he, he attacked the track and he's quite aggressive, but I feel like they're trying to smooth that out a little bit. Um, while I was keeping that intensity and like you could just see by the way he was riding he was just he was so determined to do things right and to, so calculated he did uh i think like they did like a 20 lapper and um and bailey was on his butt the whole time and he he didn't skip a beat until it got to the end of those 20 laps and he started making the mistakes and you could see him trying to trying to clean it up a little bit and then um yeah so i feel like if, if they've been running that program, like he was pretty pretty beat when I got to chat, chat to him. Like he'd been riding and training flat out, trying to trying to get used to that bike and 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 get ready for round one. And um, you can see like just yeah by the way he rides and how much work he puts in. He's so like um, yeah passionate towards it. So I yeah like you say I think he's going to be good if he can just keep it clean and keep consistent and just get through the series. Um, and is it, this would be his first sort of what somewhat factory ride would it be? Is it well, he, he had that feeling at WBR in, uh, was it 18 boys or 19? Maybe 19. Oh, I think he, yeah, I don't know if it went. No, uh, 18 19 and pulled the most ridiculous hole shot I've ever seen at Ranch. On the yeah. two-stroke, right? On the two-stroke. 
Yeah. That was, anyway, but this, I would say that this is his first real opportunity. Yeah. Know? And I think he's, I think he's going to make the most of it. So. He seems like that kind of guy. And then Reese Bard, he's a wild card for World Supercross. Um, his solid, solid work ethic, training program. He's established himself as a top pro here in MX2 in Australia. No, Bud, he has a style I think works well for Supercross. He's very technically sound. Um, yeah. Does he have race winning speed? I don't think so. Could he podium on a good night? Yes. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see where he lands. Now, let's move. There's a lot of like scattered riders in SX2. You've got Noah Ferguson on the gas gas. You've got Haruki and Jai Constantino on Empire Cowie. Like, I have no idea what Haruki's going to be able to do. Um, if they have Supercross in Japan, can he go through whoops with legs that short? Like, these are all questions I have. Um, but I'm sure he's going to go pretty well. Um, Jai Constantino, he's a solid Supercross rider. I think he'll be a top 10. I don't he think... Back in the, like his old riding partner was our OG co-host Duran Stapleton, who is a very established Supercross rider. Duran's back too, isn't he? He's racing or Supercross. Yeah, I, I had I had dinner with him the other night. He's, he's back. He's racing, yeah. Yeah, dude, oh. don't count him out for race wins and podiums. It's banger. No, no he he's spent so much. Dude, why do we not have him on tonight? I've got to get him uh, on one I of these shows. <laughs> His um his, his message flew over from America, so he's probably a bit. What's more wild? That Japan's back in Australia, or he has a girlfriend. Yeah. Does he still have his mullet? Uh, I don't think so. He's just one now. I'm not sure. He always wears a hat. Go! I love that guy. I can't wait to uh, to get him on one of these potties after one of the rounds. In fact, after Marvel, he's just going to be on the. I don't care if he doesn't even do anything. He needs to be on the next the next one. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, you skipped over another Yamaha team, which is WBR. True, true. So WBR is um, Connor Tierney and... Jai Roberts. Jai Roberts. Jai Roberts. Okay, that's a very yeah. interesting lineup. I forgot about that. Yeah. I actually uh, seen Trav and Nate at MotoGP over the weekend. Yeah, at MotoGP. Yeah, okay. Um, Were you at MotoGP? <laughs> with the... The hard thing with WBR, uh, I was talking like when I was talking to Nate and Trav, um, how are they going to get their truck out of Echuca? Because the Echuca's on like evacuation. Like, yeah. It, it yeah, all jokes aside, that's actually pretty gnarly, hey? Because they're right on the river. They're on the Murray. Like right there, dude. So I, I don't know what the go is with that. Um, They'll probably have to go in there and back around. That's, yeah, but the thing is, dude, with the evacuations, like you. It, at some point to the, around Vic right now, it's like point of, um, was it no, no last resort? Like you were, if you're in, you're stuck in and if you're out, you get back in. Like, yeah. Oh, I saw a, I saw a post that the Witten boys put up trying to get to, um, to MotoGP, Donnell. And the, they, it looked like something out of, uh, well, you, the floods in Queensland that I saw earlier in the year that that's what you guys have right now. And, they basically put this post up where they were like, had to turn back, had to turn around. So obviously they found a way out of Echuca to get to MotoGP, but they were flooded in for sure. Yeah, dude. So that's it. That's a, that's another story, you know. Um, I, I, Jai Roberts can ride Supercross as well. Like, like wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, he just went and did uh, the last few rounds of AMA Supercross and then yeah. raced they in Canada. Did, yeah. I don't know if that was a bike thing or what it was, but they didn't go great. But he said it was uh, reading between the lines. There was a lot of setup issues in the bike and the team thing. 
clearly if they're hiring riders from another country, not to disrespect Jai, but of his caliber, like they're not flying in international styles, so to speak. You got to look at the team structure that it might be a bit, you know, how you going, but you know, Jaya can definitely upset the Apple car. And then also you got to look at Connor Tierney, who's actually won a main event at um, Wollongong in 2019 in SX2. I forgot about that. That, that was the worst Supercross ever. Do you remember the struggle of that joke? Oh, yeah, that was for your life story, but the event was pretty cool. I commentated that <laughs> event. It was sick. <laughs> you, you, on the other hand, you had quite an ordeal. I, oh, I my flight got I missed my flight. I had to get a two hundred dollar Uber to the track. I got shit on by a fucking seagull. Yeah, think think about the hard yards you've put in now to be a MotoGP. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> if you applied half of that determinedness, is that a word? Determination. Yeah, that's it. You would be so far in life. All right, let's just take hot shots at Darnell, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's, it's everybody's turn one night of the of the show. Um, so yeah, Connor Tierney. I mean, he hasn't raced all year with injury. He's been injured for a lot a lot of years now. So, Poster, you got some insights. This didn't you chat to him for a shoot or something? Uh yeah, I um, hung out with Connor on the weekend. Um, once again, great dude. Um, probably one of my favorite riders in the pits, if I'm being honest. Um, he looks good, man. He um, spent six weeks in the States over at WW Ranch. He's um, somewhat fit, somewhat healthy, or is healthy, I should say. And, um, you know, it's funny. I saw him at KJ. I was like, dude, where have you been all year? He's like, oh, man, I've just had a year. And um, he seems genuinely excited about the season this year. He's on a WBR, uh, WBR bike. Um, he's got good support underneath him. And like you said, in 2019, he did win that main um main event you know it's um yeah Connor's, Connor's going to be one of those ones to watch I don't think anyone's really going to have him on their radar until uh he's there he can ride whoops too I remember the whoops at Wollongong being massive that year and he was hammering them um yeah who's left who have we not touched on Ferguson I don't know about Supercross I've never really seen him ride Supercross been training with Luke Ridden out at um the Ridden compound. Uh, he looks pretty good. He's on Factory Gas Gas, I believe, or well, Gas Gas Australia. We're not allowed to call them Factory. Yeah. But they're on the official Gas Gas Australia team. Um, man, I feel like Noah's in one of those situations where, like, um, he's sort of going to have to, you know, um, he's a super talented rider. We've seen that um, in Motocross and Supercross. There's no denying that. I think he's in one of those situations too where he sort of needs to to cement himself to keep one of those factory rides, if that makes sense. A bit like Cost. He's on the bubble, I would say. Like, you're not wrong, Mickey. Like, his season this year was good in Primex, but it's a fine line in MX2 between here's some bikes and a few parts or here's an actual ride, and he's on that that bubble. Yeah, Yeah, like, I mean, I know, know for a fact how much effort um, these teams and the mechanics and I know it's mechanic pretty well um, go into making sure that all this runs smoothly so you know um, yeah I, 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 I'm, I'm unsure I haven't like I said Noah's been pretty quiet on his socials and that sort of stuff um, looks like he's been hitting some pretty big wounds which is cool um, which is always yeah. a strong suit um, 
Yeah, it's interesting to see. I mean, he's a bit of a dark horse there, Noah, what he can do. We know he can ride very fast. We know he can get it on the podium. Um, I think his thing has been consistency, and I don't think that's out of school to stay. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes over the, over the Supercross series. So, yeah, I wouldn't count him out. All right. You know one that, one that I want to talk about? Who's that? Well, the, the reigning Australian 250 Supercross champion is Chris Bloch, and he will be in the country for well. Yeah, right. Yeah. True. He's he's crazy. Crazy. Is he on that Honda ride that you were talking about? Or no, 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 no. No, oh. no, 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 I, I don't, don't think he's doing it. He's, I, I don't see him doing the championship, but I just think it's, it's interesting. You know, just put him out. Would, would, would you just go out there so you can run the number one place? I don't know. Isn't that weird that they can, like, sort of ride one race and then race the next one? Like, it just depends on who you are. Is that, like, if they if they wanted to, could they put a number one plate on and just go right, like Chris Lowe's or... Well, he's the well, he's the champion. He's the reigning champion. Yeah, I, I don't deny that, but I'm just saying, like any of these wild riders, if they wanted to race Friday, can they line up and race Friday? I don't think they could, because otherwise, you just have half a grid of wild riders trying to get the track down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. You know what I mean? You'd like, have to where... be in it for the whole championship, I, I would assume. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Because, yeah, otherwise they'd be like, ah, oh, Christoph Chalier, why are you racing, you know, Friday oh, but night? Even, even, even if it's a winning, I don't know what 450 like, win is, but if it's five grand, well, sweet, like, race five another grand. race and get five grand. It ain't five grand. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, well, is there, know, is there anybody else to talk about in SX2? Oh, uh, Mark Marquez. <laughs> 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 well, Oldsburg raced a series in 19 for, for um, Uribe, and he's out here with Moto Concepts. And... Who's that, Vinales? Do you want to talk Supercross, or do you want, do you want to talk about MotoGP? Nah. Well, I want to start wrapping this up now, because I don't want this to be a super long one. So, um, Also, if you just want to know, um, with the SX3 class for the series, it's not round one, and if you race round one in one of the other classes, you can not go back and race SX3 for the rest of the series. Yeah, I figured that would be the case because that would be a fine line to to draw. So that changes things because there hasn't been an SX3 for a long time in Australian Supercross. It's just been SX1, SX2. So to me, that will thin the privateer herd a little bit in SX2 because a lot of guys will sit out Marvel and go, you know, go race round two, three, like four. Five. Ryan Alexanderson's been doing a fair bit of supercross riding now that KJ's, I think, posted in my right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that situation. He wanted to ride um, SX2, but there's a good chance of being a title guy in SX3. So, oh, he, yeah. Yeah, so oh, I God, that the, was one of the things. I've been going through some whoops and, oh, boy. Yeah, he, he'd be a guy that could ride supercross. Because the ones I saw were. I think Connor Tower will be um, Connor Tower will be an SX3 guy. Um, Is that older healed up yet? Uh, he's riding again, and I know he's doing Supercross. So I think they were looking at SX2, but now I haven't spoken with them. But I assume that that would be the case that he'd do SX3 as well. Yeah, well, as we said on uh, on the last motocross show, I think you boys pointed out that he can really ride Supercross. Plus, he's training with uh, Wilsey, I'd assume. Would he not be? Yeah, Wilsey and, and Cloudy, they all ride. I think it's Brock McCleary's track. So, um, 
Yeah. All right. Well, look, I think that's enough food for thought for everyone heading into round number one, which is this week, this Friday at Marvel Stadium. Did we, um, did we make a, like, just quickly, did we know where, where did we put that Cole Thompson fella? Where, where are we? Are we putting him as a race winner? Like, is he going to come in like a day yeah, or someone like that? He could be a race winner. I definitely think he could be a race winner. Let's let's do the same to finish up. So, top three for Marvel for SX2 and your championship. I'm going to go Marvel top three is going to be Nato Crawford. It's going to be Cole Thompson. And it's going to be Bailey Malkowitz. And my bet for the championship. Ooh. Probably Thompson or um, Crawford. Shit, you're putting Thompson in the championship, honey. I've heard a lot about him because I listen to Pulp MX, clearly, as we all do. And um, I don't. don't. Okay, well, I do. Anyway. I do. uh, Thank you, most of my GP. And um, (laughs) they talk about Thompson that he's pretty fast. He listens to Pulp GP. <laughs> he was talking about a MotoGP podcast today. MotoGP podcast I listen to. That's quite funny. Yeah, he was like, you should listen to the sponsor plugs. They talk about all this. You know, I'm not going to say what he said. but look, they're probably more successful than you are. Yeah, hey, man. I don't have all the answers, but, you know. I'll give you some answers. You're not going to like them. So. Pick for SX2. I'm going. Uh, obviously, Nato Crawford for the win. Uh, I think KJ really. I honestly, I think I'd put him on the podium. Yeah, I'm with you. And yeah, I have to agree, Joe. I, I've seen a lot about Cole Thompson. I'd, I'd put him on the podium. Um, and for championship, I got I got to back Nato on that one. You are posty, yeah. posty. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Heavy favorite NATO. Um. I'm gonna put. I'd like to put KJ on the podium as well. Second or third, switching around. And oh man, I'm really torn between. I think Malkovich is gonna be very good, eh? But I also think Klotz is gonna be good, and I think Reese Bud's gonna be good. So, uh, let's go. Let's go, Malkovich. And yeah, like that. So NATO. Malkowitz and KJ in the podium, and then my championship guy is Nathan. But I'm going to be different, and I'm just going to say Nathan. Um, I'm going kind of like Nato. I we impressed me those last couple of rounds of motocross, and um, he's going to be one to beat. Um, I would say maybe Arkin Wilson, maybe. Oh, yeah. Like, we've got about Wilson. I think we all kind um, of forgot about Wilson. I, I might have to... He's going to do what he did. I feel like he's going to do what he did. Uh, Mark, obviously, he won a lot, but like he was just, he was consistently there every time he got the starts. He was there. I feel like he's going to do that with Supercross, providing he doesn't make yeah, mistakes or yeah, all that stuff. But I feel like he's going to be really strong. Um and the same thing goes with, with Bud as well. He he puts himself there every start. Um, and when he doesn't, he works hard to get back up there. So obviously Supercross is going to be uh, a little bit harder, but I'm going to say, yeah, I'll go Nato, Wilson and Bud. Um, and then for the championship, I feel like it's, uh, yeah, I'm going to probably go Nato. All right, folks. Well, this has been the AMX Superstores Oz Supercross preview show. It will be coming to you with uh, with the recap show after round one.
And uh, I'm not actually going to be at round one, so we're going to be relying pretty heavily on the eyewitness reports of uh, Darnell um, and Jimmy. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's on TV. I haven't seen a confirmed TV schedule yet, but I have heard that Oz Supercross is on TV. Are you coming at round one, Percy? Um, at this stage, that's a hard no. <laughs> um, it's a big commute from India to Melbourne, you know? Uh, true, yeah, with media access because of FIM. Because it's World Supercross, um, they said I could, uh, obviously I had a media pass and all that stuff, but there's literally no track access unless you're an A&E crew. Nope. Uh, um, so for me as a business, it's not really worth spending the money to go down. The, well, I'd, I'd love to go and see the race, but, um, travel to Adelaide, Wagga and Newcastle ain't cheap boys. So, um, yeah, I think at, at this point in time, unless something changes, I will not be in Melbourne. Have you come to any round, Joe? I don't know. Um, I don't really know yet because like, I'll be, I'll be honest. Dude, you don't know what's going on with at the best of times when you're at races. How are you going to do this? Go to the races? No, look, there I was. As I'm saying, I think it's on TV. I, I there was some things in the works that I was going to have some roles within the championship. Um, because it's different promoters at different rounds, I'm not doing anything at round one. There's potential I might be doing things at other rounds, um, and. Uh, I don't know, with Insight, uh, like, it'll be, you know, the probably priority is getting Jimmy there to do content. He'll be at round one doing the content that he can do. So I would love to go to all of them. But um, if if I'm not going there to work with ID Media Group, it's quite an expensive, um, you know, voyage to go to all these regional rounds. So I don't know yet. Honestly, this is the beauty of Oz Supercross. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's not as easy to plan as Prime X, is it? So I wasn't listening. That's cool. Anyway, life story. But long story short, I won't be at Marvel, but I'm pretty sure it's on TV, so I'll be watching, and we'll do the recap show um, after after the weekend, boys. So thanks for the time. Um, it's been the AMX Superstores uh, Oz Supercross preview show on the Inside Dirt Network, and um, we will see you guys for the recap show after Marvel. If you want to stick around, we'll uh, break down all things MotoGP right after. Yeah, coming up now. We'll have the, the Darnell. What would be an Italian name for Darnell? Daniela. Uh, Danielio. Danielio's. Um, Danielio. Danielio's Bellos. Daniela. Oh, Pazzia. Pazzia. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the recap show next week. See you, boys. Hey. Bye.